We, are, we believe that basically if you can have a positive effect on education, you can change the world. This is the Student Leadership News Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Student Leadership News Podcast. Wherever you're watching, throughout our social media platforms, or if you're listening on any podcast platform, it's fantastic to have you with us. Now, my name is Ronan. You probably remember me from episodes past, but I'm really excited to be hosting this episode. It's a bit special. I have got a special guest co-host with me, a wonderful fellow named Sean Purcell from the Cotton On Foundation. Hi, Sean. How are you going? G'day, Ronan. Thanks for having me. No, great to have you with us. Now, uh, Sean, we met probably six months, eight months ago yep, when right. we were both touring around as part of the Halogen Australia National Young Leaders Days. That's the one. Um, playing a supporting role behind the scenes. Yep. And uh, you were like the man that was making it happen with the contribution from the Cotton On Foundation. Now, I know about the Cotton On Foundation because I knew about the clothing brand. Like I've been walking past the stores, buying bits and pieces for years and years. Yep. And it was when I heard about Cotton On Foundation through the National Young Leaders Day that I really started to uh, listen up to what the foundation was all about. Yep. Give us a bit of an overview about what the foundation does. Um, well, the Cotton On Foundation is the heart and soul of the Cotton On Group. So we've got a number of different brands like Typo, Supre, Cotton On Body, Cotton On Kids. Um, but right at the heart of that is our philanthropic arm. So we basically, you know, when you rock up and you buy your t-shirt yeah, or your yeah. hoodie, um, the girl or the guy at the counter should say, Hey, do you want to buy a bottle of water with that? Or a yeah, tote that bag? happened when I went there. They Great, asked me if I wanted to, to buy mints, I think. Yeah, yeah. loving. That's, yeah. That, that's fantastic. Well, off the back of that, hundred percent of the proceeds from that item that you buy, go back to the Cotton On Foundation where we can use that to have positive influence in communities all over the globe that are in developing nations, basically. Yeah, fantastic. So some of the countries where the projects take place, where this money is used, what are some of those countries? So we kicked off about 10 years ago in Uganda, yep. southern Uganda specifically, um, and now operate in South Africa, Thailand, and we've even got a project in the Northern Territory here in Australia. And my understanding is most of what takes place is based around a school in these places. Is that right? That's it, yeah. yeah. So um, let's take that first project uh, in Manya, yep. for instance. So you start with the school. And we, are, we believe that basically if you can have a positive effect on education, you can change the world. So if every kid has access to quality education, then we change the world. So we start at the school and then you start pulling it apart and you see things like um, meals and food and quality water need to be um, updated and yep. looked at. Um, and then we start looking at the hospital facilities and, and what can we do for the parents in those communities. And, and I'm sure you're getting the picture here. We just start yeah. spreading away from that school in every community um, to ensure that we build sustainable change in that, that community um, and, and down the track with the hope that that community can look after itself and, um, and go on to help other communities in the region. Now, I want to pick your brain throughout this episode yep. uh, and draw out some things that student leaders far and wide in primary schools and high schools around Australia, New Zealand, other places, things that student leaders can learn based on what the Cotton On Foundation is doing. Because what I love is uh, Cotton On Foundation comes from a clothing brand and, yep. and shoes and all the accessories, but then said, we're bigger than this. We can do something for others. And 
I think schools can relate to that because schools, first and foremost, is a place to go and education and learning and examinations and assessments and all this. But student leaders then say, actually, we want to do more than this. What can we do? So it's like such a massive add-on in many schools that students want to change the world. Cotton On has worked out a way of doing this through the foundation. So I'm going to ask you for some of the uh, things that you know might happen behind the scenes, some of the thinking, the way things work, so that um, student leaders can perhaps take some lessons and, and play their part in the world as well. So can we launch into a few of our segments? Let's do it. Sounds okay. fantastic. First Thanks, segment, Ryan. here we go. Three, two, one. Top three. Okay, Sean, for this segment, the top three, I really want to draw the attention of everyone who's watching and listening to what took place at the recent National Young Leaders Days around Australia. And uh, after the presentations from you know Tim Diamond, Jade Slater, others from the Cotton On Foundation, students were invited if they wanted to, to, to go make a purchase of an Empower band. Yeah? That's it, yeah. yeah. And those Empower bands were sold for how much? They were $2 a pop. $2. Yep. And there are a couple of other like water bottles and tote bags That's as it, well. Yeah. Right? We got all of our, our latest um, updates, products from uh, put together by Jade Slater and our team and uh, sold them at every station around the country. And overall, throughout the series of events, $10,000 was raised. That's right. Yeah, and yep. all of that 10000 goes towards the Cotton On Foundation projects. That's right. And I think what's super cool is that Cotton On Foundation are throwing it open to people who have um, been part of the National Young Leaders Days and audience of this podcast to help make a decision as to what that money can go towards. Because 10000 I assume, can go a long way. 10000 yeah. goes a long way yeah. in the communities that we work in. Um, and the idea came from Ronan, the fact that we called them Empower Bands yeah. um, and they were sold at their power station. Um, and we wanted to empower those students to have some decision-making when it came to spending that money as well. Yeah. So I thought it was a cracking idea. Good. So right here, right now, yep. can you please outline for us the three options that this $10,000 could go to towards and no joke we want people who are watching this podcast listening to this podcast to get onto our social media channels yep. to add their perspective or their point of view as to which of these three they think would be a wonderful cause now I know what they are and I find it hard because they're three very good causes. Absolutely. But I think it's it's helpful for people to think about where money goes. So we're going to have the option right now to have a say towards where the 10000 can go towards. That's, Brilliant. that's right. I love that. Okay. Love so it. people have got two weeks to make a decision yep. and put their comment uh, on, on our social media channels about this. Can you please tell us the three things the $10,000 could go towards? I would love to. So option number one is a rhino tank um, that holds, I think it's 10000 thousand litres of water. It's massive water tanks. Huge, Huge water tanks, yep. yep. Um, produced and developed right here in Australia yep. in a sleepy little town called Perth. Yep. I don't know if you've heard, yeah. of, heard of it or not. Hometown to me. Shout out to <laughs> Perth. Yep. Big ups for Perth. Uh, the next option is 42,000 meals. Wow. So think that through. 42,000 meals um, in one of our schools. That's that's a lot of um, fed students. Would it be accurate for me to say that many of the students that are part of the schools don't have nutritional meals at home and families would struggle to provide these meals ordinarily? Yeah, that's yeah. correct. It's, yeah. you know, it's a lot of these kids rely on the um, two to three meals a day that they get at one of our schools, schools. Um, in those communities to uh, to get them through. So, so $10,000 uh, could go towards 42,000 meals. Yeah, which is a that's lot good of value. Meals. Yeah, You don't absolutely. get that value at McDonald's. No, no exactly not. Third option? Exactly. Uh, third option is uh, one year's worth of health services for young mums uh, in one of our hospitals. So again, absolutely essential. 
um, and, and it, it stretches a long way, that $10,000. And we're talking about these beautiful little babies coming into the world and yep. receiving the very best health care they possibly can in these communities. So um, some stuff. pretty, uh, some brilliant options there, yeah. mate. So well done to the Cotton On Foundation for making that fundraising possible. Yep. Working with Halogen and everybody at National Young Leaders Day who, who purchased a $2 item. Absolutely. Now they know where it's possibly going to go towards. Yep. So two weeks from the launch of this episode get on social media tell us where you think the money should go towards and then we'll pass that info back to you Sean and we'll hear about what happens with it thanks guys I can't wait okay, can't wait to see good what stuff. happens there. love that segment uh, let's get straight into the next one BLT best leadership tip Okay, so on this segment, best leadership tip, we affectionately call it BLT. Love it. We often end up talking about uh, everyone's favourite sandwich, although you don't eat bacon, you don't eat meat, right? I don't eat any meat, So what's your favourite sandwich then if it's not BLT? I just like salad sandwiches, Ronan. Salad sandwiches. What's wrong with salad sandwiches? Nothing wrong with salad sandwiches. Keep me strong. Yeah. Uh, You know, and there are a lot of meat supplements out there these days that I I tip with a little bit. So you can have... it is possible to have a pretend BLT. It really is, and yeah. you can you can have vegan nuggets, which yeah. are uh, absolutely delicious. So yeah, we're going to take over the world one day. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so on topic, BLT does stand for best leadership tip. Great. And in this segment, we like to give a uh, golden nugget. You just mentioned nugget, but a golden nugget. So you're not going to force feed me meat. Not meat nuggets. Meat. We're going to okay. we're going to go Good. with leadership nugget right got now. Got it. Got and it. Got it. <laughs> one of the things that uh, that I think the Cotton On Foundation does well yep. is shares the stories of where the fundraising goes. Yes. And like I think in so many schools and student leaders who listen to this will be relating to it. Yep. Student leaders go about their school doing fundraising projects, asking people to donate money, having free clothes days where you don't need to wear uniform and you donate money and the student leaders collect this money yep. and then others complain that they don't know where this money goes to. So yep. I think student leaders would do so much better in their fundraising effort if they shared stories of what actually happens with money that's fundraised in schools. Yep. Now, what are some of the ways that Cotton On shares the stories of where the tens of thousands, where the millions of dollars go? Well, like, how does that get shared? Well, uh, share, you're spot on. Sharing the story is imperative yeah. because if you don't share that impact of that dollar, especially when it's a quality impact and the majority of the money raised is going to that impact, um, you're not going to encourage people to keep investing in your product, basically. So um, we take it very seriously. We've got a team at our head office in North Geelong um, that look after our social media, media exclusively. So Facebook. Facebook, Instagram, yeah. um, Twitter, yeah. all of the all of the major platforms, as well as um, YouTube, yeah. and uh, you know the thing that sits above it all is our website, yeah. which is um, full of quality um, content and up to date content on every one of the projects that we have all around the world um, and the impact that we're having in those specific regions. And in the shop too, I'm sure I've seen at the cash register like little like photos that have the updates and things. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So we've got obviously um, and that's those 22,000 staff that we've got globally that sell you your hoodie or sell yeah. you your t-shirt. They're our frontline advocates. So they're the ones that are essentially telling the story of the foundation every time they offer a water bottle to you or a tote bag they're the ones that um, are basically propping up the income for the projects that we do on the ground so they're imperative and we have the little tvs to help them out um, at your point of sale and all that sort of stuff too which is really really cool yeah so i just think for student leaders they might not be able to fundraise millions of dollars and that's okay they may not have their own projects that they run yep 
in other parts of the world. But I'm sure student leaders would benefit from telling the story, finding out where their money goes that they donate to whatever cause it is, telling that story and letting others be encouraged to further be part of that story right absolutely yeah. and there's a lot of fun in that too yeah. ronan get creative yep. you know if you've got if you've got something to say shout it yep. um and i think no, there's nothing bad comes from sharing your story and sharing your impact and and standing up and um letting people know that that what you want to do and what you're achieving as well so good yeah. stuff okay best leadership tip without the bacon love it so let's go to no our next bacon. segment <laughs> My favourite idea. Okay, this segment, my favourite idea. Um, we like to take something that we've seen or we've noticed and really highlight that for others to know about. Um, I want to draw our podcast listeners and audience to the attention. That what I love about what Cotton On does with their fundraising is they're not just asking people to put money into a money tin. I mean, yep. there's many charities that do that and they make it work for them and, and that's great. Um, but I think sometimes people can feel that that happens a bit too much. Yep. What I love about what Cotton Island Foundation does, my favorite part of the idea, is selling everyday items that people would would already be buying. So even without having to say like an unknown percentage of your hoodie or t-shirt goes to the foundation, instead they say the entire profits of everyday items that you can buy for a few dollars each, that goes towards the foundation. Yeah. What are some of those items, if I was to walk into a cotton on store, that those everyday items that I could buy knowing where the profits go? Yeah. Great question and really, really good point. I think, you know, there becomes this um, phenomenon called charity fatigue yeah. where people get sick of giving money away. Yeah. And, and if the economy dries up, then it's sort of the last place that money goes. Yeah. So you really do have to create products that people actually want and they and they are happy to post on social and yep. tag you in and stuff like that um, and again we're really lucky we've got an incredible team uh, at the foundation that have amazing um, know-how when it comes to products and products that people want that are at a price point that you any everyone can afford so two three tops five dollars yep. basically per item and we're talking about items like um first of all a bottle of water yep. um, and we're working really hard on eco bottles of water that are plant-based at the moment which is australian first what do you mean plant-based they're made out of plants the, bottles the plastic are made, are made, of, made yeah. out of bottles wow. you drink the water and you throw it in the compost yeah, instead great. of the recycling wow. yep. so um um, initiatives like that um, are absolutely brilliant. Blow me away every day when yep. I see it. Um, tote bags. Yep. Um, and, you know, we work um, really closely with licensing groups like Walt Disney yep. and, and all those sort of chains to ensure that they're the funkiest tote bags you yep. can get out there. Uh, and, again, that's something you can use over and over again. How really much does a tote bag cost? Two bucks there for a tote yep. bag. Yep. You'll be the coolest looking kid <laughs> at Coles or Woolies. Yep. Um, and then things like um, mints yep. um, and even sometimes lip glosses yep. and stuff like that as well. Um, all stuff that, like we said, you, you know, yep. you really want to stick in your handbag or, yep. or your backpack on yeah. the way out. And, and you know that, um, like we talked about before with that storytelling, yep. 100% of the proceeds that you're tipping in are going to the projects. And you can see how, um, how that money's being actioned on the ground. Yeah. And I think like the average student leader is going to find it too daunting and in fact impossible to go to Walt Disney Corporation and say, can we come up with an arrangement with you to sell your things? Yep. But 
but there are things that the students in this school are already spending money on yep. that if the student leaders were using those things for sale as a fundraising campaign would be far more effective than selling raffle tickets. Like the average teenager, primary school student, high school student is not spending their pocket money on raffle tickets properly. Probably. Yep. So it's, it's not going to be an effective fundraiser when the student leaders run a raffle, right? Absolutely. Yeah, so if we can, like what I really can learn from this idea is find things. Maybe students need to do a survey. What are the things that students in their school spend money on anyway with their pocket money, shops on the weekends? And then student leaders find, cool, how do we build a fundraising campaign around those things? I think that could, could go a long way. Absolutely. And that's yeah. the beauty of corporate social responsibility. Yeah. A lot of bigger companies are thinking about it now. So what can we do to leverage off our skill set, what we do really well to benefit the people, who, the, end, the people using the product? but also the recipients of the money that we make. So it's incredibly important. And again, it stimulates your creativity as a young student. Yep. What am I good at? Um, and how can I use that leverage off that skill set to actually help those in need, whether it's someone on the other side of the world or someone in your own community, mm. whether it's homelessness or animal shelters, it doesn't matter. If you find a way of leveraging off your skill set um, and not following the status quo when it yeah. comes to charity, yeah. um, a you're going to enjoy it more yep. um, and B, you're probably going to be a lot more successful in yep. raising that money. And that kind of idea is why it's my favorite idea. But Sean, we are drawing to an end of this episode. Thanks so much for uh, joining us for this episode. Thanks very much for having me, Ronan. Loved it. My real hope is that our audience are able to understand that some of the things that Cotton On Foundation is doing on a global scale actually can be implemented on a school level to impact the many causes that students uh, would be passionate about. Absolutely. And uh, as we finish this episode, we're going to actually play a small excerpt, uh, yep. a one-minute wisdom segment, as yes. we often do on these podcasts. Yep. And the one-minute wisdom is going to be from Tim Diamond at the National Young Leaders Day. Yep. You're the best person to tell us who Tim Diamond is for anyone that so, wasn't there. Yeah, um, wisdom is a um, great segue, mate, because yeah. uh, some of the words that Tim has um, are based on his work at the foundation. So he's a general manager of the Cotton On Foundation uh, and he's charge of projects globally and um, based Basically, Tim's been heading up the foundation for the entirety of its 10 years right. and, and founded it with Nigel Austin, uh, the boss of the whole Cotton On group. Uh, so he's overseen some amazing changes, amazing projects and um, coming close to under, under his reign, uh, raising $90 million so far from the sale of water bottles. So I hope the kids enjoy this uh, one minute wisdom from There'll Tim. have to be some wisdom here. So here we go. Well, uh, thanks out to our, our listening audience. Though whether you're watching on social media, whether you're listening on your podcast app, we hope you've enjoyed this episode. Big thanks to Sean, the Cotton On Foundation, and want to head out with our One Minute Wisdom from Tim Diamond. One Minute Wisdom, direct from the National Young Leaders Day. Now, what is it that you are passionate about? What is it that you are passionate about? What gets that burning desire in your guts? And then what do you need to do to make it happen? Think about that. What do you need to do to make it happen? And then what's stopping you? What are those barriers that are being put up to stop you from pursuing your passion? And it's very similar to the previous speakers today. Passion, break down the barriers and drive forward. And so without you guys, Again, as I mentioned before, the Cotton Island Foundation wouldn't be what it is today. But the inspiring thing is, I look around this room and I see future leaders, future change makers. So for me, thank you 
I really do appreciate your time and just being able to share a little bit about the story of Cotton On Foundation. Thanks for listening to the Student Leadership News Podcast. Interact with us on social media and follow the news online at studentleadership.news. Thank you.